Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. So the Bible in Psalms chapter 23, I want to read. It's not what I wanted to preach tonight, but I could not get away from it. This is the home text of what the pastor uh the vision that the pastor had for the church at the start of this year. And, um, and so here we are, Psalm chapter 23. Did anybody bring the word tonight? If you brought it, can you just hold it up? <clears throat> so we base our every move on this. Believers base their every move on this book, not TikTok, not Snapchat, not what my friend says, not what's trending, right? But on this book right here and every week at Haven we go to it for guidance. Can you stand to your feet as we read from this Bible? The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. Say, he's my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Say, lie down. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Say, restoration. He leads me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, say it's just a shadow, I will fear no evil. Say no fear. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the, before me in the presence of my enemies. I'm going to eat even if, my, even if my haters are present. Amen. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness, say goodness, and mercy, say mercy, shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. Not just, not just on the mountaintop, but also in the valley low. Not just when I'm doing good, but also when I'm not doing good. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I don't know what the devil has told, about, told you about your past, about shame, about harm, about what's over your shoulder, but I come to remind you tonight, if you look again, you'll see goodness and mercy. Hallelujah. You'll see his goodness and his love chasing after you hallelujah unto God it's not my text tonight we'll get there next week and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever I want to speak to you on this thought could be uh could be the good shepherd uh tonight we're going uh, with uh, an alternate title and that's just this but Look at your neighbor and say, bah. Holy Spirit, we once again recognize that you're here in this house and we recognize that you're here to move to do your work Father I pray you give us ears to hear Father I pray that there will be a, a holy uh, a holy reverence of your word in this house that students Lord God who, who who maybe have been out of tune Lord God would tune in Lord God I pray that there will be a, a, a glory that would settle in this house Lord that you would capture our hearts attention that we would know that you're speaking to us tonight God causes us to be doers of this word and not hearers only. We give you the glory and the honor. Amen. You can be seated tonight. David says, David, the David who is known as the shepherd king, is speaking to us from Psalm chapter 23, not from the perspective of a shepherd, but instead of a sheep. Say he's a sheep. 
Say, I'm a sheep. Say, bah. Uh, give me your best bah. Your best bleat. That's a bleat, okay? Uh, so we are talking about, we are talking about, David says, the Lord is my shepherd. If the Lord is going to be your shepherd, and we're going to talk about that in a moment, the first thing that you have to acknowledge tonight, listen, is that you're a sheep. I thought I was supposed to be a lion. That's what all the political ads and campaigns told me. I'm supposed to be a lion, not a sheep. I come to remind you tonight that if you're going to be led by the still waters, if you're going to be led by, into righteousness, if you're going to be led through the valley of the shadow of death, it's going to be because you come low as a sheep for the great shepherd to lead you. Do you hear me? Just as our great shepherd came low as a sheep, right? All right, so you and I have to be willing to become low. Now, if you can, if you can ascertain to this, to this concept of, of you're a sheep, remind your neighbor, say, you're a sheep. <laughs> Tell your other neighbor, say, I'm a sheep. All right, we're not talking about blindly following, again, blue checks on, on Twitter. We're not blindly talking about blindly following your favorite political pundit, right, for those of you who are into politics. We're talking about following the Lord Jesus, the good shepherd, amen? And so, and so if you are going to, if you, can, if you can accept that you are a sheep, okay, then you need to accept that, number one, um, sheep are dumb. That's what the scripture says, right? Sheep are dumb. Uh, in sign language, it's this. I mean, stupid, right? This is a speech that I have every year with my incoming eighth graders, that their medulla, their, pre, their prefrontal cortex here is not fully developed, and as a result, they are literally stupid, right? We have this conversation. Some of them are madly offended. I don't know what they tell their parents about the first day of school. Um, if Yeah, it's kind of... And so this is why we have such problems with middle schoolers, right? Not just middle schoolers, but high schoolers. We make stupid decisions, right? Because our frontal lobe's not fully developed. We're literally stupid, right? But so are sheep. I got a video for you. Check this sheep out right here. <clears throat> Andrew, throw it up for us if you can, if you've got it. You guys seen that? That's good. Thank you. You guys seen that, right? Why? Why? How? How does that happen? Because sheep need a shepherd. Because sheep think they know the way, but sheep often don't know the way. When they go the way that they think is right, they often end up in trouble, right? And I come to tell somebody that is, that is tired of leading their own life into the same mistakes, into the same wrong relationships. I understand that your mind keeps telling you, if I just had that boy, if I could just get that girl, if I could just get in his DMs, if they would just give me the, the attention, I come to remind you that you are a sheep and your flesh and your feelings and your heart is deceitful above all things. But there is a good shepherd that wants to lead you into all truth. And so he's come to rescue you from your stupidity. Thanks be to God. Amen. Tell your neighbor you're stupid. You said it. (laughs) 
How many times have you fallen into the same pit? How many times have you have you made the vow to never to never go here, to never say that, to never commit that act, to never partake in that, to never flip to that web? How many times? And we find ourselves back in the same muck, the same ditch, the same the wallowing in the same pit. We need a shepherd. Oh my God, if you could just understand, you don't have all the answers to every one of my college students in the house tonight. A lot of us have already been that way, okay? We know what it's like to, to have our, our egos inflated because we are increased with earthly knowledge, but I want to remind you that you, in and of yourself, are weak. You, in and of yourself, your answers are not, are not, uh, are not the solution. There is but one that has the answer. There is but one that has the solution. There is but one that knows the way, and it is the good shepherd. And we need his rescuing tonight from our own stupidity, right? And so there's, there's uh, there, the, the other aspect that you have to, you have to uh, ex, um, receive about being a sheep is just this. Sheep are dirty. Tell your neighbors that you're dirty. Sheep are dirty, and some some of y'all, some of y'all, extra dirty. You know what I'm saying? Woo, woo. Uh, Garfield had a dance after school, whatever that is in middle school, and uh, man, yeah. What what do you say it smelled like? Bleach. <laughs> For real, though, right? Jeez, and some of y'all ain't even been in a dance, shaking everywhere. You come in, whoo! All right. Sheep are dirty. Here's, here's something about a sheep that's interesting. is Sheep is one of the few animals that have no way of cleaning itself. It's dirty. And in fact, without the help of a shepherd, uh, it's wool. And the reason why it's so dirty is because the oils that a sheep emits from its body to protect its wool, right, actually draws, actually draws all kind of insects uh, to itself. And, and, and it's not uncommon for an unkept sheep, a sheep that's not well-maintained, to have uh, a whole host of maggots within its wool, right? And so it goes throughout the day, days and weeks of collecting dirt and collecting, uh, collecting all the stuff that it's laid in and laid around and all of the bugs that have, that have come and the flies that have, have laid its eggs upon, its, upon its, uh, its, its, its fur or in its fur, right? And so a sheep is dirty. I need to understand tonight that I, in and of myself, am unclean. As Kyle was exhorting to us, there is not one that was born righteous in this house. There was not one that was born perfect. I don't care how good you've done. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But again, there's good news. There's a good shepherd for the stupid and for the 
for the dirty, there is a good shepherd. Amen. And so we're dirty and there's nothing that we in and of ourselves can do about it. We are, we are at the mercy of a good shepherd. And there are shepherds that are not good, that neglect their sheep that allow their sheep to become overwhelmed with, overwhelmed with the, the filth of, uh, of, the, of the field. And, and so the shepherd is not only, only stupid, it's not only dirty, it's also defenseless. It's also defenseless. It's defenseless against even the simplest of prey. Or predators, I should say. It's one of the few animals that has no defense mechanism. It doesn't swell up, make itself look strong to try to intimidate. It doesn't have a special uh, foul odor that it, it emits. It doesn't have special claws that it, can, that it can use. It doesn't kick, right? In defense, a sheep is, uh, is defenseless even to, to coming subject to birds that swoop down and if the shepherd's not close, can pluck out their eyeballs. And, 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 uh, and, and so there's, a, there's the, the most common, the most common uh, danger that a shepherd can come into is when a shepherd actually is what we would say cast or cast down. And what that means is, I don't know if you have a picture of that or not, uh, uh, Andrew, but when a sheep is cast down, what it means is a sheep is, is it falls upon his back, right? And a sheep, when it falls on its back, cannot get up. And has, depending on the temperature outside, has minutes at worst and a couple of days at best. If it's not rescued, it'll die. The gas that gets trapped in its stomach, the blood that begins to begins to uh, to stop flowing to its extremities very quickly begin to get a sheep in a lot of trouble. Which is why the shepherd has to count his sheep and keep an eye on his sheep regularly. And when a sheep is missing, he thinks it's cast down, and that's his first reaction. Is as a shepherd is he's probably cast down. I've got to find my sheep. Right, And so he, he goes about the field and he's looking for a sheep that's in trouble. A sheep that is completely defenseless. A sheep that has got himself into a situation that he cannot get himself out of. And so a sheep in this position, for, for a multitude of reasons, we could go into uh, a whole lesson on maybe perhaps his coat has become too heavy. His coat has become too filthy. His, uh, his, uh, and as a result, the shearer has got to loose him of the weight of the coat by shearing him right? To liberate him from that old coat. And there's a whole message in that reality. We could talk about how sometimes the sheep is, gets into this position because the sheep is overweight and needs to, needs to tighten its uh, a more nutritious diet. We could talk about how a sheep can get into, into, this, into this position on its back because it become, it gets itself in a place of comfort. Often when a sheep tries to lie down and doesn't know that there's a dip in the in the the, the the ground there, he can simply roll over and when he begins to roll over he 
freaks out pretty quickly, starts to kick, and then he ends up on his back completely helpless. There's a lot of reasons why a sheep can end up like this, but I want to point you tonight and move quickly to an altar call. In verse 1 of Psalm chapter 23, the Lord is, David said, my shepherd. Hallelujah. If I can recognize tonight that I am but a sheep, right? And I recognize my need for a shepherd. David highlights to us that he's not just a shepherd of a lot of sheep, right? He's not just a Lord over the masses, a Lord over the universe, but he's my shepherd. Tell your neighbor he's mine. He's mine. He's mine. He's my shepherd. He knows my name. He's looking for me this night. He looks over his pasture even in this moment. Who's cast down? Who's in the muck? Who's in the mire? Oh, who's on their back tonight? Who's misstepped somewhere? Who's stuck in the brush? He's counting his sheep even right now in this moment. Why? Because he knows you by your very name. He designed you from the foundation of the earth. And he's looking for you tonight. Hallelujah. He's my shepherd. But look at this. David says it almost with some sort of some sort of pride. He says the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Oh, certainly there are bad shepherds. Certainly there are those that don't know how to maintain their flock. There are those that don't know how to care for their sheep. There are those that neglect their flocks. Oh, but David said, oh, not my shepherd. My shepherd is the good shepherd. Hallelujah. My shepherd is the one whose eye never leaves me. My shepherd is the one who knows me by name. My shepherd is the one who calls for me and I I hear him and I will answer. Hallelujah to God. This is why David, when he began to begin to begin to 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 talk about who his shepherd is, right? With such boldness. Oh, he understood his shepherd was the image of the invisible God. Oh, the one who is before all things, and the one in him in whom all things are held together. Talking about the good shepherd. Oh, yes, David understood he was the hope of glory. Oh, he was the one in whom the hope of all the God head dwells hallelujah David understood that he was the source and sum total of all things that are worthy and all things that are beautiful oh the one that transcends every created thing oh yes the one who in all is is a completely lovely hallelujah the one that David could not love too much oh the one that could not be idolized too much Oh, why? Because he's ever worthy of more glory and more honor and more praise and more sacrifice and more service. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. And so this is the fire that ignited the shepherd boy, the, 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 what, who we would call the shepherd king, right? Was this, this 
passion and fire that burned within him. And I would to God tonight, the same fire that burned within David would burn within and without you and I tonight. That desire to know this shepherd. Oh yeah, the one who became ugly and poor and dumb and 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 filthy and defenseless and despised and crucified and smitten and afflicted and pierced and crushed and slaughtered slaughtered why so that all men might know him as the good shepherd it wasn't enough that he created you from nothing that he breathed the breath of god the ruach of god into your spirit and it wasn't enough that he could own me as a shepherd in that moment oh but when i'm separated with him from him by way of transgression and sin oh he comes to me again as the good shepherd he comes to me again oh who who was esteemed high at the right hand of god the father he came low to you and i a second time oh so that he might win us back oh that he would go before his before his his persecutors as as a lamb goes before the slaughter so that he might win you back so that you might look to calvary on a night like tonight that oh you might be in the muck you might be upside feel like you're upside down that you've been topsy-turvy that things are things are uh that, that that things haven't worked out like you thought they were going to work out in your life oh maybe tonight you're in the room you're in the room and you thought that you were all good on your own uh uh going about looking for pasture because you thought you knew better but you found yourself tonight maybe you're in a rut maybe you're upside down maybe you're stuck in a thicket oh but there's good news David said he is my shepherd and I don't care what the pit I don't care what the struggle he's coming looking for you tonight oh he's not forgot about you He's not forgot about you. He's not overlooked you. Oh, this God, you may not, oh, you may not even know very much about this Savior, this Jesus. You may not know very much about this, this wonderful, this counselor, this Prince of Peace. Oh, but he knows you by name. Oh, hallelujah. He formed you in your mother's womb and you are his. And he's in the room tonight to claim what is rightfully his in the name of Jesus. Oh God, won't you bow your heads across this room right now? Oh God. Thanks for listening. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone. You can follow us on social media at Haven Youth Church. We love you, fam. The best is yet to come.